two things about car dealerships that I feel like are different than, you know, the restaurant and retail in that world as far as cash discounting. So James, um, I'm pretty new to the, uh, the world of cash discounting, um, have been doing it for a little while, but, um, have run into an issue as it relates to, uh, an auto dealership that seems to be slightly different than some of my other customers, which are mostly bars and restaurants. So what we found is that whether it's through, uh, a lack of adequate preparation or, maybe the uniqueness of a uh, automotive transaction that a lot of the customers are not as happy with the system as we would have hoped. And I've watched a lot of your videos and I've gathered a lot of other information. And um, I think that there's a lot of, there's a wealth of information out there about how to sell this product to the customer, our customer. Right. Uh, But there's not a lot about, how does all okay, now we've accomplished this. Now we've got it in place. What's the right way to train the staff? Sure. Um, and I know that there's definitely information out there, but like I have not really done a great job, I don't think, of training the staff in this location. And, and the reason why I say maybe it's different than uh, your average location, like I go into a bagel store and I see the cash discounting sign there. I see it today. I see it Saturday when I'm there again. I see it the following Wednesday, I see it often, you know, but I'm not going into my car dealership, but once every six months at most. Right. So, And um, is there something about the sticker shock of that, that is causing this kind of angst? Sure. So a couple of things, uh, just to make sure I have the context, right. So when we talk about an auto dealership, I'm assuming we're primarily talking about the service department, right? That's correct. But they are using the, um, the system for both sales and service. Okay. They don't allow, you know, a tremendous amount to be placed on the credit cards. You don't buy uh, a car on a credit card. Right. Uh, but um, they but are using there. it for both for deposits okay. and for us uh, uh, service invoices. Sure. So what let's do is let's, let's cover kind of the process of cash discounting um, for this merchant and just kind of make sure we check some, some boxes. Um, and then I want to talk about the specific issue that you're having. So first of all, one thing that is very different, two things about car dealerships that I feel like are different than, you know, the restaurant and retail in that world, as far as cash discounting, number one, the average ticket size um, obviously is higher. Right. And so I would imagine their average ticket size is probably between 500 and a thousand dollars. Could be a little lower, a little more, depending on how many, you know, oil changes they're doing versus, you know, transmission changes, you know, so there's going to be a higher average ticket. Um, the higher average ticket size is always going to provide a little more of a sticker shock um, to the co- to the consumer. And we'll talk about how to deal with that in a minute. But the second one is um, car dealerships generally provide invoices uh, or like proposals, um, you know, ahead of time. And so one of the things that is really crucial about making this work with not just auto dealerships, but there's tons of businesses like that, you know, whether it's a, a plumber, an electrician, you know, any type of business where you're giving a, a written bid to somebody and then you're performing the work. Number one is make sure that that information is correct on the bid. One thing that will make customers really, really ticked is if they get a bid for services, then those services are completed and then they're asked to pay more. They do not like that. And so even in the case where you're saying, well, yeah, but you know, we're showing them the cash price. Well, yeah, that's fine. But in a case of a larger average ticket, you really do need to show cash and credit price on the bid um, somewhere on there. Um, And usually they can adjust their ERP or whatever system that they're using. They can normally make an adjustment 
um, to be able to, you know, deal with that. So that's number one. It's got to be through the whole process. So they probably have some kind of a system that, you know, the service technician is putting a bid in, the customer is accepting the bid, someone is sending it back as a work order, then they're completing it, then it's coming to the cashier. You got to make sure that on every step of that process, the consumer is being informed about these differences in price. I think that that is happening. Okay, good. And that was kind of my feeling was that maybe we were being too forthcoming with this information and by in effect kind of rubbing their faces in it, um, the, the, the end user customer, you know, to the point where they actually had debates with the customers. Uh, the service staff had debates with the customers about the efficacy of the signage that we had and it sure. doesn't say what it says, what you think it says. And like, you know, these kind of uncomfortable sure. conversations that uh, that occurred. And I have to be honest and report that, you know, um, our our sales were down uh, about 50%. We're only one month in. So it started right. March 17th. So we're basically one month. And um, sure. if you, you know, um, calculated about, you know, we're, we're about 43% down uh, sure. in credit card uh, acceptance. Volume. Okay. Exactly. All right. So, so now that we've established, okay, we've got, you know, we have signage up, we have, you know, we're informing the customer all the way through, which I will tell you is definitely the right decision. Um, the worst thing you can do is go the other direction with, with it, which is maybe, you know, cause here's what will happen is if you went the other direction, you didn't inform the consumer early and often, what would happen is your acceptance would only be down 20% instead of 43%, but those 20% are going to be furious. So you really don't want that. So in other words, most of the people that didn't pay with card, they probably paid with check or something else and they're okay. They weren't super happy, but they weren't like, they weren't like filing an action with the attorney general of the state either, right. you know, but these people, if you, if you, you know, don't disclose it, then they're going to be furious, you know, when it gets done. So you don't want to go that direction. So the two things I recommend, um, number one is you've got to train the staff of the car dealership and help them adjust their systems so that they can very easily waive that fee for customers. And what I call it is a surprise wave. So what I tell people is I say, look, the only time your customers are going to have any issue with this at all is if they're surprised by it. Okay. So you've got a good customer. They've been coming in here forever. They've never had to pay this fee before. And then boom, here it is on their bid or here it is at the cashier and they're surprised. So what you do when that happens is, we do not get into an argument about it. Do not get into a big, no, no, no. We don't do any of that. All we say is, I am so sorry that you were surprised by this. We never would want to do that to one of our valued customers. We are going to waive that fee for you this time. And that way you, there's no surprises moving forward. That one little tactic, I will tell you for the larger average ticket merchants is like gold. If you do that, the people that were going to pay with card are still going to pay with card. You know, the merchant in this case would have saved you know what, 47 or 57% of their credit card processing cost, right? Um, because they would have waived the fee on, you know, 43% of the transactions. And what happens is for the customer, the only thing they're really upset about is the surprise, most of them anyway. So now when they come back the next time, they expected it, they're fine with it. They already know it's there. They've already had this conversation. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a very good uh, uh, concept to put into place. The other thing was I had asked... Um, by the way, the attitudes of the staff at this dealership are excellent. They are into this right. idea. They know that the, the dealership can't afford to keep paying right. these thousands of dollars per month. So right. I've had really good success with them. Um, and so I asked them, I said, what would you say are your most important things? We went over a few things in the last yeah. few weeks and we cleaned a few things up. 
sure. and they were happy with that. Right. But one of the things I was asked today was when a customer makes an appointment online and arrives at the dealership, not knowing there will be a charge. What do you think about that? Like, um, sure. do you want to put that on your website too? Or do you want to, um, you know, I actually, it could go either way. I don't have a preference on that. To me, the only thing that matters again is the surprise. So the, what I tell people is I say, look, if you're going to do this, if you're large ticket and you're going to do cash discounting, what you have to understand is some percentage of your customers are going to have a negative surprise. That percentage is going to go down over time. You know, all you need to do is train your team, change your systems to immediately waive the fee when there's a surprise. You don't have a problem. If they saw it on the website, they come in, they're surprised. Okay, waive the fee. If right. they come in and they're surprised, waive the fee. If they right. saw a flyer and they're surprised, waive the fee. Just waive the fee when they're surprised. And what will happen is the it's, it's really, the way I look at this is, it's really just an expectations game. You're just losing the expectations game because in their mind, they're, they, you, know, you have two sides of this, right? Consumers are expecting to not pay this fee, so they're not happy. The dealership is expecting business as usual, just with no credit card processing fees, so they're not happy. So we just have to realign the expectation. So the expectation for the dealership and their staff needs to be initially, we're going to dramatically reduce your credit card processing cost, right? right? Not eliminate it. We're going to dramatically reduce it, but we're going to help you figure out how to waive all these, you know, the fees when people are surprised for the customer, their expectation is I didn't know there was going to be a fee. Okay. Then there won't be one. If you knew there was going to be a fee, then there's going to be a fee. Right. So when you come back the second, third, fourth, fifth time, which is what happens at these dealerships, it's all service. So these people are coming back for years. Um, hey, this is our new policy. This is why we have the new policy. And so I think the, the key points are they need to have the ability to waive the fee. And even I think just as important when they waive the fee, they need to have some kind of a document. I prefer like a third page cardstock um, that just explains even a business card size is, is good, but something to say. This explains our new, you know, policy. This explains that credit card processing fees have gone up for 10 straight years. We cannot continue to afford to pay these fees so that people can have more rewards points and frequent flyer miles and all that. So this explains your new policy, but of course we're going to waive it for you because you're a valued customer and we would never want you to be surprised. You know, that's a great idea. In fact, I think I already got that idea from one of your earlier things and I didn't make it up, but we didn't put that into place yet. Right. I actually have something made up for that. So yeah. I should have sent that to you yeah. as well. Well, because what will happen is the worst possible thing is, you know, you have a, a 19 year old <laughs> cashier who's explaining cash discounting to a customer. I promise you that is not going to go well, no matter how well intentioned they are, they're not going to make any sense. That's true. Because it's kind of confusing. I mean, just the, you, know, you just tell a, a friend of yours that's never heard of it before. What do you sell? I sell cash discounting. What's that? It's where we add a fee when you don't use, you know, cash. Right. Wait, what? You know, it's, it's kind of confusing, right? So, so I would say that one other idea I will give you though. So, so what I just gave you is like plan A. All right. So plan A is educate, allow them to waive the fee, you know, give them that, that piece of uh, information, marketing piece. Um, then if that still doesn't work, then what I actually recommend is to start um, looking at more of like a, a surcharge option. So just to clarify, I'm assuming you are adding this fee to signature debit transactions. We are. Right. Which is fine. That's a cash discount. That's not cash. Um, what you will find is a, a softer landing. Um, it can be surcharging. So what will happen is with an, an institution like this, a lot of times they um, would like to have the option to go to pay with debit and then not have the fee. And that's really bad for you because that's going to wipe out a ton of profitability on the account. Right. It's not great for the merchant because they're not going to waive all the fees. But what's interesting is from the merchant's perspective, 
with it being larger average ticket, the cost of running a debit transaction is very, very low for them, almost right. meaningless. Um, and so there is definitely that option there where if plan A doesn't work and the volume is still down, they're still having problems, they can always roll it into a surcharge type platform. Um, and now, you know, we're just, we're not adding that fee under the signature debit. And that gives them an opportunity to use their debit card and say, hey, look, if you use your debit card, there's no fee. Um, consumers definitely understand that better. Um, but you do have to be careful because I've seen with I've seen with hundreds of of large tickets I've worked with where you know you'll be surprised you're like oh this is going to work great for me as far as margin because they're only running ten percent debit you roll a surcharge model out and they're running forty percent debit right so you do have to make sure that you're making a little bit of margin on the debit side as well you know it'd be nice to make sixty basis points on debit um, because the net effect is still going to be a much lower cost to the merchant. Um, but again, I look at that as plan B. So what I try to do is plan A is let's even get through 90 days where we just waive the fee. And, and like, you know, it's hard to overemphasize the importance of explaining to the staff. We're not having the conversation. They are not authorized to have this conversation because they're going to get it so badly wrong every time, no matter how well intentioned, just don't have this conversation. You just, they're surprised, waive the fee. They're upset, waive the fee. There's no reason to, to, you know, then what'll happen is the natural effect, they're going to keep giving them this information. Here's why we're doing this. Here's why we're doing this. I've had businesses where they've waived the fee for the same person two or three times in a row, you know, and that's okay. What'll happen is that percentage is going to go from 43% down to 12% at some point. Right. And at some point, then they change the policy and say, okay, everybody knows about this now we're done. Right. right. No more waive the fee option. Um, and, it, you know, you need manager's approval to waive the fee. Right. Something like that. Right, right. Um, and that might take 90 days, you know, 120 days, but three, four months down the road, everybody has cycled through their quarterly oil change. And, you know, everybody's done their thing. They've seen this new policy. Um, and then you can eventually make it manager approval to waive the fee. If that still doesn't work, go to plan B, do something like a surcharge. And now we can tell customers, look, we're only doing this on the expensive cards. The debit cards, we're not even adding the fee. So, you know, that just makes it even more palatable if you, if you have to go that direction. And of course, you're going to give up some margin in doing so.